more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. The Breakfast Club. With DJ Envy. The captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. With Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. It's also the first day of spring. It is the first day of spring. It's also alien abduction day. You know I love that because I've been abducted by aliens quite a few times in my life. We can tell. Why they return you? Uh, I don't think they have. I think they just come and uh, pick me up every now and then and um, do some maintenance. Listen, okay. remember last year we did uh, Have You Ever Been Abducted by Aliens? That was great. Yes. Let's do that again this year. Let's that do it. great. Yeah, that was great. We got great. space for that? No, we don't today. What's today? No, no space for that today. No, we don't. No space for that today. We don't. All right. Well, I am in Atlanta. Of course, I'm on my daughter's college tour. Yesterday, I went to Hampton in Old Dominion. Today, we're hitting up uh, Spelman. Clark, Emory, and Georgia Tech. Those I, are the colleges we're hitting up today. I be forgetting how much people I got in Atlanta because I was getting so much text yesterday. Not even just Atlanta. Somebody from Hampton hit me and was like, I just saw Envy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like, actually. All right. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've been Exciting. going through these colleges. So I've been actually, like, going to the colleges, eating in their cafeteria, like, really letting Madison experience what college life is going to be so she can actually see. So we've been all through these schools, man. It's been a lot of fun running into a lot of people, been talking to a lot of kids that have uh, communication majors that want to get in the radio or want to do TV. So they've been asking a bunch of questions. I've been doing a bunch of interviews. So it's kind of, it's, it's both. I've been taking my daughter around, and I've been talking to a lot of the students about furthering their career in uh, communication. So did it's been a lot of fun. Did you see my homie April Wooded? I did see April. April said, what up to you? She said, uh, y'all speak frequently. And she said that yep. you're a good person. I said, I don't know her man's a good Shut person. Up. but no April <laughs> Yeah, I did see her. No, April for over a decade. Drop on the clues bombs for April Wooded. That's the homie right there. You know what I saw yeah. last night? I had a, uh, what? I had a, a, a van screening for the new Jordan Peele movie, Us. How was oh, it? Oh, okay. What did you I, think? I was thoroughly entertained. And really? a lot of people that, I, that saw the movie a week before me, they said the movie was whack. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I saw us. I think that... um, That's a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, too. I thought it was... I was thoroughly entertained. I think that... You got to look at it like... If if Get Out was a good kid, Mad City, this is Jordan Peele's To Pimp a Butterfly, so you can't go into it thinking, like, this is going to be another good kid, Mad City, and you can't go into it thinking this is going to be another Get Out. And I... I don't want to give away too much. You All can't I'm, give away anything. I don't want to give away nothing. All I'm, I will say, though, if Get Out is about racism, then Us is about classism. And I'm going to shut up before I jump out the window. Because there's a lot of little symbolism in there that's really, really, okay. really dope. That we can talk about next week after the movie comes out. Does the movie come out this weekend? Yeah, it's It comes out Friday? The 22nd. Okay, I'm going to check it out this yeah, weekend. So we, we can talk about it uh, on Monday. Yeah, Tuesday. y'all got to go out and support this movie, man. And Lupita Nyong'o did an excellent job. She in did. her role. She was popping. She did. All right. Don't tell us no more. I'm going to go see it this what? Friday. Now. I didn't now say I'm anything. Excited. just said she did a good job in her role. Oh, I'm excited. Also I'm excited now. I also wanted the record to show all of them was on the schedule, but all of them canceled for whatever reason. They Lupita canceled? Nyong'o, Winston I thought it was Duke. always pending, and they never confirmed it. Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Jordan Peele, okay? They all canceled the Breakfast Club interview for whatever reason, but who cares? 
Okay. I still well, maybe they'll come movie. after the movie. Maybe they wanted you to see the movie first. So maybe they'll come after the movie. No, I should have seen the screen. No, I want to see it. <laughs> <That was laughs> All right. It was good. I, th- I was thoroughly entertained. Now, what from I like Love and Hip Miami. I was going to say what I like when they did this, uh, the first screenings last week, they did all, they made sure that it was all like black people in the theaters too, because it is nothing a black horror movie. Nothing like watching a horror movie with black people, especially in New York. Because last night I heard so many, I, we, that screen got yelled at so much, and they called this one character in the screen the P word so many times. The P word, <laughs> that's slang for a woman's vagina. Okay, Man, no. P.O. A number of times. It was good. My though. goodness. Now, from Love and Hip Hop Miami, we have JoJo joining us this morning, right? Yes. She's been uh, getting into a lot of issues this season, and she actually had roots put on her, she believes, from Amara La Negra. That's right. She, now, she coughed up a frog. No, she Did she? No. I don't know. I'm just making oh. that up. Just now, who's JoJo? Is she an artist? Is, how was she connected she's to a, Love & Hip Hop? She's a stylist, and she uh-huh. owns a store in Miami, uh-huh. and her father's very rich. So if you remember in the first season, she kept saying how she's a millionaire, she's a millionaire. Uh, so he's a powerful boss. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about, ye? Uh, we are going to be talking about D'Angelo Russell. Let's talk about those Brooklyn Nets and what happened last night. Also, since we're talking sports, let's talk about baseball and a contract for $426 million. Sheesh. Okay. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Let's talk about them Brooklyn Nets, ye. Yes, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. D'Angelo Russell, he scored 27 in the fourth quarter, and that's when the Nets came back from a 28-point deficit. And the Brooklyn Nets won 123-121 against the Sacramento Kings with Rondé Hollis-Jefferson scoring the game winner with only .8 seconds left. Yeah, they balling. They're definitely balling. All right, now let's talk about Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels. They're about to do an agreement, and that's going to be a record-breaking 12-year, $426.5 million contract. Is that amazing? That's Uh, the largest deal in the history of North America. 12 years. 12 years. Mm -hmm. And that's guaranteed, I believe. So, I mean, that's that's great. That is absolutely positively amazing. If you're pushing your kids into athletics, you might want to push your kids into baseball. Uh, Yeah, it sounds good. Isn't the Powerball today, too? $550 million or something today? Yes. Yes, today's the $550 million lottery jackpot. So, guys, find out if your life is about to change. Yeah, very rare to uh, make it to the major leagues in any sport and make make that kind of money, and very rare to win the Powerball. All right, now, Robert Kraft, since we're still talking about sports, they said said that there's absolutely no (laughs) way that he will take a no-plea deal. They're offering him that in his prostitution solicitation case, and they're saying that they will also drop the charges if he admits he would have been found guilty at trial of soliciting a prostitute, but no way is he planning to take that deal. So So he doesn't want to admit that he's guilty even though he's on tape and they saw him going there and whatnot? I, he said he didn't do anything wrong, and he's not going to take a deal that indicates that he did. He must not have ejaculated. That's the only reason. If, if he'd ejaculated, he'd uh, pled guilty. On tape. All right, now, FDA. The FDA has approved the first ever postpartum depression drug. This is the first time in history, and that's a drug that's specifically for treating postpartum depression. They said that offers a lot of new hope to women and to physicians as well. They said one in nine new mothers after childbirth actually have uh, these symptoms of postpartum depression. It's a serious mental illness. They said it will be administered as a single 60-hour IV drip, and it has mild side effects like 
like headaches, dizziness, or excessive sleepiness. It is going to cost between twenty dollars to $35,000 per treatment, and the medication will be available in June. So, I don't know. Does, just it, always, does insurance just, cover that? Uh, I'm sure they would have to. I'm, I'm thinking, but I'm just always. It just feels funny to have put somebody on pills for depression, and then when do they ever come off? They, yeah. So they never come off depression. I think it's just a one-time treatment. And what are the side oh. effects? I just told you it's headache, dizziness, or excessive sleepiness. Mild side effects. That sound like mothers anyway. Once they've been up with the kids all night and the kids been crying and they gotta feed them. <laughs> like, well, postpartum depressions are really serious mental very illness, serious. and sometimes people uh, don't know how to handle it. They're embarrassed to even say it. They have these terrible thoughts. So it would be great to have a way to treat women who are suffering from that. Oh no, definitely. But I'm just saying the side effects sound like you know yeah, it being sound up too taking bad. being up taking care of the child anyway. The tiredness, yeah. the headaches. All that. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, all right. That's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you got a cold from a, co- a co-worker, like Angela Yee, who had this cold for oh, the last yeah, two you weeks. Oh, yeah. You got me and, sick. I'm a little and sick. And now she gave it to everybody in the room. Everybody's damn near sick in our studio right now, except and for Charlamagne. If you had a cold for two weeks, then you might need a pill that... Uh, does something to your immune system and your health. You got a cold for two weeks. Huh? And she got it again. Now she got another cold. You had I know, I was fine. Weeks. I was fine. And now Envy got everybody sick. Right. I'm not even there. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Kathy from Columbia. Hey, good morning. 803, what's happening? Hey, we're in the hospital. My daughter's in the hospital. I think we're on day like five or six. I don't lost count. I'm ready to go home. What happened? Well, first she came in with a sick of cell crisis, like a pain crisis, and then that turned into the flu. So we've been here like for the last part of the day for the flu. Is she going to be okay though, right? Yeah, yeah. First of okay, all, Angela, you don't sure. need to be asking nobody if they're okay because she's had a cold <laughs> for two weeks. Is you going to be okay, Angela? I was fine. You know what? I've been traveling a lot. Oh, okay. And I'm off my routine of my juicing and everything, so. Oh. And how you doing, Mama? Because I know your daughter's been in the hospital five days. That means you've been in the hospital five days. How you holding up? Going crazy. I can imagine. Going mad. When do you think you'll be able to get out of there? If all goes well this morning. Oh, that'd be great, man. We'll okay. be praying for y'all to get all out right. of there. Right. Mama. All right, baby. Have a good morning. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Anna Marie. Hey, Anna Marie, get it off your chest. Oh, I just want to talk about the college tour that you've been talking about the past few days. Yes, ma'am. I think it's really important, like, even just going on college tours in general, just so you can get, like, the feel of the campus. And Absolutely. And I think it's really um, important for, like, people to go, because you never know a campus until you go to it. That's You're right, like, absolutely me, right. Example, like, I would always take every opportunity to go on college tours. I know, like, my family's, like, real big on HBCUs, so every every chance I got, I had a cousin at this school, I go and visit them. I had my brother at this school, I would go and visit them. Just get just get a feel for the campus. You just you just never know until you get there, and I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah every, very, every's ready to go back to school. Yeah, no, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I thought about going to the master's program Hampton had. But, you know, I would say oh, this, no. and, and, and this is what I, I think we should do, and this is going to sound crazy. We have, as, as the African-American community, we have a lot of great athletes, a lot of great athletes, yeah. football players, baseball players, basketball players, soccer, lacrosse, and a lot of us are so great, and we don't go to our own HBCU schools. 
And that's crazy exactly. to me. What, 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 what these, these athletes think that going to these HBCUs will lessen their chance of going pros because a lot of the pro scouts don't look at what the HBCUs are doing. But, I mean, if you're, you're, right. if you're, if you're a dope-ass baller, you're going to get noticed anywhere. And then on another right. note, um, I hate when... Dominicans say that they're a part of the African American community. Yeah, shut up, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I heard, you, black, yo. no, I heard you say that you know this is this us as African Americans. Yes, I'm black, yo. I am black. But I thought about it because my son plays sports, and I never looked at an HBCU for him because it was just I just never looked at the sports programs. But I'm like now, I really want my son to go to an HBCU. Yeah. And no matter if he plays ball good or not, like I really want yeah. him to go because we need to start having our own. Players and our own athletes coming from our own institutions. Yeah, that would, I, that would get the HBCUs popping and bring a lot of money to the HBCUs absolutely. Immediate, immediately. Just imagine if Zion, who's supposed to be the number one pick, played for uh, South Carolina Howard, State. Howard. Okay, South Carolina State. Hampton. He's from South you know, Carolina. Morehouse or South Carolina State. Just imagine if he played there, how much traffic that school would get. Just imagine the scholarships your daughter could be getting for being Dominican, but you won't oh, let her rep her, her true heritage. My goodness, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Spoon, man. Spoon, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, well, March 7th. We had the first officer in the state of Florida convicted of killing a black man, Newman Rogers. Uh, y'all never said nothing about that, Charlemagne, especially much as you go hard on Florida. I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't hear about it. I, I didn't even hear about yeah, it. Yeah, give us. Give us the story. Yeah, tell us. Uh, Corey Jones was a good dude. Uh, he got killed on the side of the road waiting on the tow truck. Police pulled up. Uh, coming up the off ramp, shot him, killed him, and he got convicted of murder. Oh, the, the officer got convicted of murder. Oh, the, the officer. officer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the oh, officer that, got convicted of murder. How much time he get? They ain't sentencing yet. Oh, that's a beautiful... He's supposed to get 25 and up. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That sounds like justice, especially if they charge him with murder and not manslaughter. They usually charge officers with manslaughter. Well, they, I think they charge him with manslaughter and uh, attempted first-degree murder. Oh, okay. Okay. All, All right, well, thank you for, well, well, thank you for know, putting bro. that on my radar, my brother. Yes, I'm looking it up right now. Hello, who's this? I'm Stay Blessed, and I'm a 13-year-old Louisville rapper, and Town Quashaw, how is we you? Hello. Hey, Stay Blessed. Come I on, love mama. your name. So you're going to rap for us? I hate that you're a rapper, though. <laughs> okay, so... Don't do it, baby. It's the first thing. No, let's, let's hear it. Come on. You got it. You got it, you got it you mama. You Stay go. Blessed, girl. Let's go. So my elementary teacher of the year, she was on here a couple of weeks ago, and I was mad because I didn't get to do my freestyle when she was well, on Do it now. Okay. I'm a queen. I wear a crown. Just like Claudette Coven, I came to get down. Let hey. me tell you about COVID. That's Claudette's seat. First black queen who didn't give up a seat. Gave Rosa the fame because Claudette's pregnancy. So I had to step in. Secure a legacy. Coven was young. Had to go to prison and refused to give up a seat. To white women, I'm saying hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where's in my bars? No Buddha. I'm Maya Angelou of the century. I rise. We rise. And that's our history. Hey. Here we go. Hey. Hey. Stay blessed, Hey. That would be okay. fire around Black History Month, too. Stay, I mean, fire all year. Stay blessed. You got to read You gotta read this book on the come up. You'll love it. So now you got to retweet our YouTube video, Kids Black History Cypher, because we need to get our views up because we want to be on Well, Eric. tag us. What Kids is Kids Black History where, Cypher. Where do I look that up at? Tag us right now. We'll retweet it. Kids Black History Cypher. 
tweet me in that. But also, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying? You oh can, my you gosh. can, you don't, don't limit, don't limit, your, don't limit yourself to one hustle. <laughs> She's you, you, you can do a lot more than just rap. You know what I mean? But I like what you were spitting just now, though. Thank you, mother. Okay, okay, queen. Hello, okay. young queen. Hello, who's this? Uh, Rashad. Rashad, what's up, brother? Get it what's, off your chest. What's up, Envy? How you doing? Look, I want to take this time. Uh, I just, I'm so happy I got through. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Like, this is an honor. Like, I don't want to get nothing off my chest. I just want to big up the Breakfast Club. Y'all, I listen to y'all every morning. I'm a truck Thank driver you. from Frito-Lay from Baltimore. Angela Yee, I love your grace. Like, Thank you. I, I love you. I, I can see you having your own show on TV One one day. TV One, baby. Yeah, TV One. That's right. right. Drop on the clue bomb for Angela Yee on TV One. I knew you was from Baltimore as soon as you started talking. That's what he sees for you, Yee. Your own show on TV One. I like TV One, though. Yeah, me too. DL Hughley got a show on TV One. Roland Martin used to have a show on TV One. I like TV One. You in your truck now, brother? No, I'm off today. I just got I just got out the gym, you know, but... um. You know, this this a this an honor, Charlemagne. Yo, you just don't understand, man. I love you, bro. I love you like, too, my brother. Okay. I swear, man, like you you is you you is my inspiration and you don't understand, yo. Like everybody in my life, I gotta defend you too. Like cause everybody <laughs> around me hates you. You know what I'm saying? You sound like all my like, other friends. <laughs> Bro, I, I love you, man. Every he's like he's like the girl. Man. He's like your girl, and the family don't like. Like you gotta just, <laughs> you know. I'm a very I'm a very polarizing figure. I understand, but I love you too. How much can you bench press? Yeah. He just um, came from the gym, huh? Yeah, about, about 220. Okay, 320. Wow. He said 220. Oh, no, he said no, 220. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. He's, He's like, slow down. I was like, damn. <laughs> hey, well, thank, we yeah. appreciate you appreciating us, my brother. Thank you, man. Th- thank you, Charlemagne. Every platform you on, I look at, man. Breakfast Club, um, Brilliant Idiots, everything. And I apologize. You was in Baltimore. You was at John Hopkins University, and you was also love, at... Love. Um, you was at John Hopkins University, and you was also at, um, I forgot where else, where else you was at. Shoot, so did you I. At, um, you was at Morgan State. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan State. State. Yep. Not yeah. That. And I, I'm sorry, man. I worked 14 hours that day. I couldn't get at you, man, but I apologize. But I love you, man. Hey, thank you, sure brother. Enough. Next time. Next time you hook up with him, all right? You know, I can't even bench press the bar with no weights on it. The bar is 45 pounds. Can't? Pounds. I can't do it. I bench press 225. Cause he Not just right. said he does. Nah, dude, well, I bench press two twenty five. Two twenty five well, is number two forty five. How many times? Uh, I do three reps of ten, and that's two well, two forty fives on each side. Well, next time you in town, you know you spot him. You stand over him and you hold the bar and wear shorts and you know y'all. Anyway. I'd rather spot and tee you. Now, what you gonna do now? Now I'm flirting early. What's up? Early. We couldn't even make it early. through. We couldn't early. even get through. Six in the morning, guy, shots are being shot. We couldn't even get through the first hour. <laughs> right? This guy's crazy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Wow. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or if you're going to Human Resources after this, whatever it may be, call us up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm flustered. We got rumors on the way, ye? Well, yeah, I mean, since you guys are doing that, let's talk about Adrian Broner and Andrew Caldwell, who is delivered. Delivered! Now they're having a little back-and-forth situation. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Cardi B and J-Lo. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. 
Well, Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B are going to be starring in a movie together. It's called Hustlers, and it is about strippers basically coming together to take advantage of these Wall Street, quote, dirtbags who deserve to be drugged and robbed. Another person in the movie is Constance Wu. You know her from Crazy Rich Asians. Kiki Palmer's in it as well. Everything's going according to plan. Uh, who, who, we all knew Cardi was going to invade Hollywood after after the music, so. Yeah. It sounds like a good and movie. dropping the clues bonds for body. All right, now I was confused about what was going on, and I had to backtrack yesterday when I saw the story about Andrew Caldwell and Adrian Broner. You know Andrew Caldwell from being delivered. Yeah, he used to love penis in a past life, but not Yeah, he anymore. said he was delivered, and he was no longer gay, and he went on what to What did he do? He wouldn't carry a purse or wear makeup anymore, and the video just went viral. What does he do? Does he... He just is went viral for saying that he was delivered when he was at that's church. That's all. He, was, he used to love penis in a past life, and the video okay. went that viral. That video went viral. That's why people know him. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so things uh, got a little crazy. I didn't know what was going on online. Now, first, Adrian Boner posted to Andrew Caldwell, if you don't get out my inbox before I punch the testosterone out your gay ass. I think he meant to say estrogen. Well, he said testosterone. Now... <laughs> Andrew Caldwell responded to Adrian Broner. And, you know, Adrian Broner first publicly wrote this, and then Andrew Caldwell responded, and he posted a picture that Adrian Broner had blocked him and said, I will pull them receipts, text messages, and inbox. Don't make me call my lawyer. Here's what else he said. God deliver me from homosexual, so you know I can pick up that spirit. I have an antenna, and I see you, and you do go that way, and you use these young girls as a cover-up. No, you better watch yourself. Because I'll pull these receipts. And you need to tell your fans you are that way. We see you. We see each other. I see you. And you do go that way. And my job is not to blast nobody or none of that. But don't come here and tell me I was trying to sleep with you. No, you're trying to sleep with me. Here's the thing, and this is what I want everybody to realize. Whenever someone says they have receipts online, they have zero receipts. You know why? Because if they had the receipts, they would play that Trump card early to get the attention. Well, Adrian Broner responded and said this. Hey, look, this is a PSA, because I don't know what type of funny boy on, but look, if any punk ass come run up on me trying to touch me on on, on all that gay I'm letting you know right now. If I ain't got my gun on me, I'm knocking you the f- out. If I got my gun on me, I'm shooting your f- face. Now, it's a lot of things that get misconstrued for homophobia nowadays. I um, just want y'all to know that was a clear-cut example of homophobia. <laughs> All right? If fans are butts about that one. Just in case y'all don't understand what homophobia actually is, that is a clear-cut example right there. Nothing to be misconstrued in that statement. Now, here is how Andrew Caldwell responded to Adrian Broner. So, he find DMs. All I said was, Good job, man. Keep up the good work. Two, he's like, hey, what's up? You that guy, Mr. Deliver. I responded back, yes, I am that guy. You was in my inbox. As I say again, he want me to eat his booty out. And I said, no. Next, you know, I'm blocked. So as I say again, I'm not eating no more booty. I'm. I, you don't have to bend over nowhere and wash your booty with Dove soap because I'm not going to eat your booty no more. Wow, threaten me with a gun and I'll eat your buns. Now, all I know is that exchange <laughs> didn't sound so bad. He said, you know, good job. He responded, so you that delivered guy. I don't know what other messages transpired after that. The but. heat of Adrian's gun has nothing on Andrew's tongue. 
All right, so we'll keep you guys. Jeez, listen, why don't y'all listen to my, my 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 man Duval? Don't go back and forth with these niggas. When you go back and forth with these things like this happen. But okay? Adrian Broner started it online. It's not like Andrew Caldwell posted something. Adrian Broner posted that to and, him and, and added him. And never go to war with somebody that gives an F less than you. Because Andrew Caldwell clearly don't give a he damn. He enjoys going he viral. He don't care exactly. about nothing. He, I see he enjoys going viral. So you sitting there talking about fighting and all kind of stuff. And here he comes up. But you ain't getting your booty ate no more. Now everybody, <laughs> now everybody laughing at you. Now we feel bad for you. Now, for who? Adrian, for not yeah. getting booty ate no more? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, now, Ariana Grande. We don't believe that story, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I'm just no, making sure. No, no. I can't tell nowadays. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. We don't believe. We know Adrian wasn't messing with this young man. I don't know what no, was going on. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, Lord. I don't think so. But I'm not here to, you know, have any judgment. Yeah, but we're not judging anyway. Yeah. We don't, we don't judge it. Man, anyway. stop it, man. Don't do that to do that you? man. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's why you don't go back and forth right here. I'm saying, I don't know. I'm just reporting. No, we don't believe that. I don't believe that. I'm just reporting what happened. I'm not picking no, we don't believe that. Shout out to Adrian. We don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ariana Grande, she's on tour, and the way she kicks off her tour right now is with some Mac Miller music. That's right. She kicked off her tour Monday night. She was in Albany, New York, and before she went on stage, she had the DJ play some music, some Mac Miller tracks, just to pay homage to her late ex-boyfriend. Doesn't Mac get publishing for that? Or his estate? Yeah, they should, definitely. Yeah. All right. For well, the concert hall? For the venue? Yeah, I when you play so. music anyway. Even, even if you play music at a restaurant... They're supposed to get money for that too. Yeah, because even if you um like you know how they be playing like certain clips from things, mm-hmm. you got to clear that and everything nowadays, right? Even you know I just was reading oh. a story about Peloton, the bikes, mm-hmm. and yeah. they use music from certain artists like Rihanna, Katy Perry, and they just ended up getting in trouble and having to pay for that for using that on the bikes. When gotcha. people I don't know if a DJ played it in the venue, you would have to pay for it. Yeah, oh, I think I, so. Uh oh, envy. I'm just saying at a concert. I'm not saying at any venue. I'm thinking about right. if it's part a, of your set at a concert. If he got a lot of strip club money, he got to give up to and these I don't labels. Even know if, I don't even know if that's true. We just talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Angela Yee, front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about the FDA. They have uh, finally, for the first time ever, approved a postpartum depression drug. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. The Samsung Galaxy S10 is making headlines. After 10 years of the Galaxy, this is definitely the best one yet. The Galaxy S10 is available now, and you can get up to $300 when you trade in your old phone at Samsung.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I just want to say F Angela Yee. She gave everybody in the studio a cold. I don't got no damn cold. Yeah, that's but impossible. You, but you, everybody else, Drombo, Steve, Dan, Are you Eddie. sure that it's not from you moving around and being around all these kids? You know, they have a lot of germs. No, it's you. Y'all need to think about the fact that Angela Yee had this cold for two weeks. <laughs> What the and hell? Then she got another one. The problem is that I traveled a lot in these past couple of weeks, and I'm off my routine. If I don't take my vitamins and have my Yee. juices, yes. You didn't my go to the doctor, so you felt, don't even know. I didn't have time. I wasn't here. My immune my system goodness. was weak, but I'm okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get some front page news. Yes, and let's give another shout out to our Brooklyn Nets. Who is R? All of us. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets won 123. You don't have to be from Brooklyn for them to yeah, be from Brooklyn. Shout out to the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Nets. You're they not are from Dallas. Ballin'. 
Yeah, they are Brooklyn Nets and Tails. Our Brooklyn Nets, 123-121 in the win over the Sacramento Kings. They actually won with .8 seconds left thanks to Rondé Hollis-Jefferson scoring that game-winning point. And, of course, thanks to D'Angelo Russell, who yeah, got 27 in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah. Shout out to Jefferson. Shout out to, to, to D'Angelo Russell. They are balling. They ain't even lie. Let me tell you how lame New York fans are, especially the D-Ride in New York. Let Zion Williamson get drafted by the Knicks. Let them get Kyrie and Kevin next year and watch what, watch what team be ours. In New York. Uh, nah, for, well, New York, we uh, represent Brooklyn, both teams. The Brooklyn, okay. The Brooklyn Nets will we always, always represent team, those teams. No matter what. I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn that's only been here three years. Yeah, it's only been here three know, years. And now it's going to always be my team. It will okay. always be my team because okay. I'm from Brooklyn and I'm a fan of the Brooklyn Nets. You might be. Yeah. I'm also a global ambassador for diversity, inclusion, and community engagement. Oh, okay. Now we there you got, go. Now we get <laughs> Now we talk. Now we talk. Hey, fam. Long ass title. And by the way, if y'all want to come to the game, April 10th, Dwayne Wade is going to be playing his last game at the Barclays um, ever. So that could be your chance to see him play our Brooklyn Nets. That's right, Brooklyn. You get one last chance to rob Dwayne Wade in Brooklyn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> April 10th. I'm going to post a link. All right. Anyway, Lauren Sanchez's brother says that $200,000 deal that he made with the Inquirer was the deal with the devil. Now, if you guys remember, we talked about this story yesterday. Michael Sanchez is Lauren Sanchez's brother, and Lauren Sanchez was Jeff Bezos's mistress when he was married still. I think he still is married. And that he told the story with the text messages and the pictures to the Inquirer for $200,000. He said he did it to protect Lauren and to protect Jeff Bezos by ensuring the news of their romance broke only after their mutual spouses were told. That's what he's saying. And uh, yes, yeah, it didn't. Sure. That's why That's why you took a $200,000 check you ain't telling nobody about, right? But you were mm-hmm. doing it to protect somebody else. They had to actually do an investigation to find out. So yeah, very I don't know if that was really a favor. He said, I may have helped the Inquirer with their story, but I never had access to the penis selfies. Whoa. So just so you know, he's not the person. So damn, he got 200 grand without giving up the penis selfies? Yes, he did. Wow. He what said I'm he's not responsible for the more intimate shots of, of Jeff How Bezos. much do the penis, penis selfies go for? Why, you want to buy? I'm just saying, it got to be a pretty penny for Bezos' balls, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. <laughs> now let's talk about this um, drug that could potentially help women that. who are suffering from postpartum balls. depression. No. For the first time ever, the FDA has approved a drug specifically for that treatment. And uh, that is going to be a single 60-hour IV drip. They said there's mild side effects. There's he- headache, dizziness, excessive sleepiness. But, you know, that could be extremely helpful for women who are suffering from postpartum depression. Sometimes women suffer for up to years. And this is only a one-time thing that you have to do. But it does cost between twenty dollars and $35,000 for that treatment. So that medication will be available in June. Now, do you? I wonder if you get the treatment immediately after you have the baby. Is it like something that you do preemptively, or is it something that you do when you start getting symptoms of post? No, I think when you get symptoms, that's Mm. just going to give everybody. Yeah, you don't want to just give everybody a drug if they don't need it. I mean, that's what the flu shot is. Everybody go get a flu shot before they get the flu. I don't get a flu shot. Maybe I should have. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from Love and Hip Hop Miami, JoJo will be joining us. Letting you know right now, I know nothing about this young woman. Now, JoJo's a stylist, so she styles people like Young Thug, Rich Homie Quan. She owns a store in Miami as well. Um, and her dad is a, a businessman in Mexico, so he owns several businesses. So the family has a lot of money. And you'll learn a lot more about her from the interview. But she's been on this last season of Love and Hip Hop Miami. The first season, she was well-liked. She was going through a lot of family drama. Her father was leaving her mom. And we felt very bad for her. This last season, she's been getting into beef with everybody, including her former friend, Amara La Negra. Oh, that's who Amara right. was talking about when she was here? Okay. Yes. Okay. 
All right. Well, we'll talk to her when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building from Love and Hip Hop Miami, JoJo. Good morning, JoJo. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Did you get the roots taken off you? Yes, I did. You did? She went Hell to Mexico. Yeah. Okay, good. Tell me about that procedure, because I be trying to tell people, did you really believe in roots and voodoo? Um, It's not my religion. I'm a Catholic, but okay. I do believe that it's real. Yeah. Was things happening to you that made you decide to go down to Mexico and get it taken yeah. off? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I knew, I mean, I'm not just going to blame somebody for something and it's like out of the blue, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't think love and hip hop would follow something that is completely off. Well... I mean, well, for this particular, you know, we had to go through lawyers and stuff because it could be like she could sue the show for defamation of character. Okay. So, you know, my producer, actually, our executive, she's into Santeria. Mm -hmm. So she kind of knew what was going on, like, on her own. And Amara says she's aware of Santeria. And have, have you ever seen her or know of her well, doing she anything? Practices, yeah, she practices one of those religions. So a lot of the stuff that she does, like, people don't really pay attention like in the reunion, you know, she dressed, you know, after the god of the water, you know. So she does a lot of stuff mimicking, you know, a certain African religions and stuff. So she's really into that stuff. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, when you see somebody do certain stuff, like, you know. You've witnessed uh, her do things. I mean, she, she practices, you know, a lot of people in the industry practice sacrificing you know what i mean santeria i mean santeria you know you you sacrifice animals and stuff and you know you ask for stuff in return i, I know a lot of rappers that do it what you, you ever sacrifice something i've never done that but hey, i can't wait I to get into that, that religion i got some hamsters out but here just, to people, just to give people the backstory uh jojo and amara were super tight on love and hip hop, and right? Season no one, yeah, season one. Yeah. And the issue is that she feels that Amara put roots on her. Well, no, 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 no. See, that's all wrong. That's not what happened. Me and her fell out mm -hmm. because she has slid in my ex's DMs. This is where it all started. Who's your ex? Because I saw you talking right? about that. No, not gunplay. No, hell no. I don't know. I don't no. watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are Just, you saying? Gunplay has a whole other girlfriend <laughs> on the show. That's a whole that's other somebody else relationship. That said that. Right. So what happened was she had slid in his DMs, and I, I felt some type of way about slid it. Slid in how? Like, what did she say? Because when she was up here, she was acting very innocent about sliding in DMs. And, you know, like she said, she was being, uh, she had met Gunplay, and it was just about music and their career. I mean, it's happened to a couple people. You know, same with Juju. Her and Juju were really close. Shout out to Juju. And um, when she was talking to Safari... You know, she actually tried to mess with Safari. That's why you just stopped talking to her as well. Safari's getting a lot of action. So Amari tried to mess with Safari? Yeah. So it's been a lot of little incidents. And for me, it was like, I just didn't expect it because I had her back. You know what I'm saying? All season one. What did she say in the DM? Um, It was like, what's up? You know, what you doing? Just like, why are you being so friendly? Why do you feel like you can DM my ex? Mm -hmm. You know, she says it's friendly, but to me, that's hoish. So you asked her about it, and she said she was just being she, friendly. No, she had told me she was like, I didn't think it was a big deal. You don't talk to him no more. You know, we just need a, you know, because he has a lot of money. So he was like, you know, we we should just get some money out of him. And I was like, no, that's my ex. Like, we should get some money out of him. Yeah. And then I was like, when she said I wasn't down with it, she's like, you know, I'll never do it again. I apologize. And I forgave her for it, but I just fell back. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started hanging out with Bobby. Okay. Because I was like, I'm not feeling that situation. I forgive you, but I can't really f*** you like that. And her and Bobby don't get along. Um, She started feeling some type of way because I started hanging out with Bobby. So she was like, f*** Bobby. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But Bobby had never done nothing to that girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So you, uh, so Charlamagne wanted to know about the process of getting the roots taken off. Yeah, I want to know what happened before. Like, did you cough up a frog? Like, what happened that made you say, yo, I got something on me? I was waking up every morning at 5 o'clock. On the on dot. On the dot. Like, and <laughs> I would jump out my sleep. That's what really made me be like, okay, something has to be a little off. Now, what about the people? But why that, why that time? Like, why did that bother you waking up at 5 o'clock every morning? It didn't bother me. I had mentioned it to my father. You know, I was like, Dad, I don't know why the hell. I remember, I think I was with him one day. He's like, why do you keep waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning? I was like, I don't know. And he was like, okay, something is going on. See, in our culture, like, I'm from Mexico. I mean, it happens. Like, people do that. People mm-hmm. can put spells on other people to fall in love. People could do that, you know, so that you don't progress in life. Like, people really do that. Have you ever done it? Hell no. Now, what about your relationships with some of the other cast members? We saw one scene, because your wig, she pulled your, Shay pulled your wig off. Right. And they didn't show wig? you. Yeah. Oh. You like it? I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, how come they didn't show that on television? So The part where she took it? Yeah. Or they, they didn't show you. They just showed her holding... Well, the see, the way that was set up, I felt like I was set up in that scene. And I must still stay like my it, ground. She, she ran up when, when I went out, I walked out of the scene, I called Mona, and I was like, why would y'all do that? Mm-hmm. You know, my scene... Because it's Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> you know but for me, it's like, I've given so much to Love and Hip Hop. Most of the people on the show have nothing to offer. Like, for me, I bring you on my home. Like, I bring you on my store. I, bring, I, I brought... Ace Hood, T-Pain, Brandon Marshall. I brought Alvin Kamar. Like, She's a stylist. You know what I mean? I bring all these actual people that would never come on the show if it wasn't because I asked them to. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you all this. Why would y'all try me out of every f-ing castmate? Because it's love and hip-hop. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> now, she was also dating Pleasure P this last season. And one day. Was it. it was one day. It was a one day thing. <laughs> it felt longer than that. Because they dragged it for like five episodes. I thought like, y'all was like going out, you know, constantly. Does he still like you or did he try to pursue you after that? I feel like me and P would have never gone on a date if we wasn't both on Love & Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Does that Mutually. make sense? It was a storyline. I mean, I can't I can't say that. But, you know, I feel like if we both wasn't on Love & Hip Hop, we wouldn't have to. I'm not his type. I don't. Mm-hmm. He's not my type. Okay. You know my type. But y'all are cool. Yeah. She likes, <laughs> she likes thugs. Yeah, I'm not really... You think Pleasure P a thug? No. Absolutely no. not. Okay. <laughs> but he's a great guy. I f*** with him. Mm-hmm. We cool. We friends. Now, how'd they get the roots off you in Mexico? They, like, tell you to cough up the semen demon? The what they semen do? demon. Um, <laughs> what they do? Do you not believe it? Do you believe in that being real? What you See, think about that? I'm from the South, right? I'm from South Carolina. Okay. So I've seen some things. I even think I've felt some things in my life. Like, it was one point in time where I thought I had roots on me. But then I did realize it was my own karma that was causing these things to happen uh-huh. to me. So I don't know. See, I'm not really into it, but I feel like it does exist. Just how there's good, there's bad. Like I feel like somebody can wish bad on you, right? Like right. I feel like somebody can really pray that things right. happen to them, but I think that they end up hurting themselves more than they end up hurting you. And that's I ended, too much energy. I yeah. ended up asking bad. the person when I went to the original, I was like, why do I get up at 5 in the morning all the time? And he was like... Your alarm clock. Keep going up. <laughs> well, he, had, he shut up, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> he had told me that that's like the um, most peaceful time of the 24 hours. Like that's when you know people that practice voodoo and stuff. That's when they're up working because everybody's sleep, Ooh. all energies at a certain level. So that's when they practice that. So that's what he said. I went to Mexico. Whether I believe in it. Don't believe in it. I still did it because I'm like, whatever the f*** this Better is, get it off sorry. of me, period. What did exactly. they do, though? Like, they had to burn sage? I don't know. What did they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of sage going on. Yeah. They had put fire around me. Yeah, they they were singing, praying, all types of I'm stuff. I'm surprised they didn't want to come film that. Oh, no, they tried. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. They wanted to come to Mexico, but I don't know. Leo, I think they didn't have the budget. That's what it was. Did you feel like it was off you once they did that? Honestly, yeah. See, I think it's all about what you, Is it what you believe. I think it's all mental. That's what my mom told me. My mom was like, if you don't believe in it, that won't get to you. Yeah. She told me that. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. I don't I don't know. This is, you know, I, think I don't you believed in it all the time. You believed in it, and that's what got to you. Maybe. And then you needed something strong to make you not believe in it. Maybe that's what it was. And then I guess seeing her practice that type of stuff made me also be like, oh, she did it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't so far-fetched. Like, if I see you doing something and then I feel something, I'm like, oh, shit, she really did it. All right, we got more with JoJo from Love & Hip Hop Miami. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Chuck, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. From Love & Hip Hop Miami, we have JoJo in the building. Yee. That has to be stressful, though, because that was a relationship that you valued. And now it looks like after filming the show and everything that you guys no longer have a relationship. As a matter of fact, y'all really don't f*** with each other at all, period. Well, this is where I'm actually really hurt about it. Mm -hmm. Because every interview I go on, they ask me, yo, what's up with you and Amara? Yo, this, yo, that. And I have never been like, f*** that bitch. I have never, you know, talked bad about her, said her business, even though I don't f*** with her and she's done some lame ass to me. It's like, it gotta be some type of loyalty after a friendship. You know, it's interesting because even on the reunion when it first started, um, I'm trying to remember what happened, but somebody was saying something coming for Amara and it looked like you still wanted to defend her. Like it was your reflex. It was my reflex. When I was looking at the reunion, I was like, why the f*** am I still defending this girl? Mm -hmm. I think it's because like the whole first season, I felt bad for her. Everybody was really, like, dragging her, coming for her. I didn't even know her. I met her the day that I defended her. Wow. I didn't even know this girl. So, you know, at first, I felt bad for her. I, I helped her out or whatever. Now I feel like, you know, you feeling yourself. Everybody in the show is trying to kiss your ass because, you know, they know you got a whole bunch of cloud. Mm -hmm. Now everybody want to be on your side, you know? Are you going to go back for another season? <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, what? I'm like really thinking about it because I just feel like season one, it was good look. You know, I was involved with my family, my business, my clients, a little bit of drama here and there. It's like this season, you know, they built me up. And now I feel like there was everybody was just trying to f attack me left and right. Yeah, I did love and hip hop because I like the platform. Mm -hmm. I was a fan of the show. Right. I did it for sport. I'm not doing it for a career choice. All right, well, before we get out of here, if there's something that you could say to people that watch the show so that they can know who you are better, what would you say? It'd be like, that is fake. I'm real. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't say that. Contractually. It is fake, though. <laughs> I'll get a call as yeah. soon as I walk out the door. Like, you think um, it's fake? I mean, it, no, it's not fake. It can't be 100% real. It's not like you're walking around and the cameras are following you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somehow, everything has to make sense. They have to insert the stories for it all adding up. You it get has to, to react how you react when you get put in situations, basically. They give you storylines and scripts, though. Like, you might end up sitting down to eat with people you normally wouldn't be eating with. or Of course not. Like, I, would, I wouldn't date certain people. I wouldn't hang out with certain people if it wasn't for, you know, let's just be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I would, don't do that outside of my life. My life has been the same before Love & Hip Hop and after Love & Hip Hop. What yeah. does your dad say when he watches it? He doesn't watch it. My family doesn't watch the show. They disappointed in you? Yeah, they don't with it. Damn. My dad, is he be on and off. Like, he's like, he just doesn't want, he's like, for what? Mm -hmm. what, what are you doing it for? Like, you know what I mean? There's no money in that. No real money. But he still supports... You know, my dad talking about... No, yeah. he doesn't support it no more. No, I'm saying he's still supportive of you, though. Here and there. He, and, he wants me... You know, I went to school for law. Like, I have a law degree, so... Really? Yeah. 
I went to Stanford. Like, you know, he's like, what the f are you doing with your life? Damn, how do you go from you that? that <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, how do you go from being a lawyer, having a dad that could put you on any type of job? You know, he's a, he does politics and stuff. So he's like, why the f are you on TV acting like a clown? So you have a law degree? Yeah. Why are you on TV acting like a clown? <laughs> I'm with your guy. I'm about to ask that same question. I I am with your father on this one. You know what it was? When I went to school, I did not want to be a lawyer. He pushed it. I love fashion. So I was in school trying to be a lawyer, and, you know, I was doing all this fashion shit on the side. Mm -hmm. When I started styling Young Thug and all these people, you know, I started styling Birdman. I was like, yo, this. I quit. I quit on my last year. I, I did the styling thing. I came back and graduated, took a break, got my degree, and then Love & Hip Hop came around. So nope. I think I just enjoyed it, doing it better. Work. Yeah, I just <laughs> enjoyed it. Fly as dressed attorney. And I've I've been considering going back to it. I don't think you should consider. I think you should run back. That's a great success story. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know you had a degree from Stanford. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known that unless you said something. Yeah, yeah. Never in a million years would I think somebody with a degree from Stanford with a law degree would be on Love and Hip Hop getting their work. And that's Stanford. why you got to pay attention when you watch shows like this. People are have real lives and real things that they've accomplished, but sometimes those things You're don't get highlighted it. on the show. Mm -hmm. But why play yourself like this, though? I like, mean, I tried it. attention that bad. But here's the thing. I tried it. You know, it was like, I want to do clothes, then I want to do stores and then I was like okay what better platform to do it than Love & Hip Hop now the store thing is I, I didn't really like it Love & Hip Hop is not really what I expected I'm grateful for the opportunity you know what I'm saying because I know a lot of people would love that platform but you know I, I, I don't know it, it wasn't what I expected so now I'm like really thinking like what what should I do next go back I think you're wasting your talents I feel you that's what I think you're doing all okay. right, well, Georgia, I'm glad you were able to come up and tell your side because I know it has to be stressful when you see oh my God, yeah. yourself being talked about. So, of course, you want to come and speak your piece. Yeah. You make your father proud. You know what I mean? <laughs> damn, you're making me feel bad now. Like, you I'm should. doing something the truth bad. Hurts. Like, damn. True hurts. You could be doing a lot better than what you're doing. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll think about it. I'm thinking about it. We'll okay. see. Now that the know. roots are off, let's get it going. And exactly and right. And and loser. Your student loans paid off? You still got all the student loans from Stanford? <laughs> if you still got all the student loans from Stanford, you need to go be a lawyer. Here's the thing. Money with me has never been an issue. Oh, your it student loans paid off? Yeah, my is good. I ain't asked you that. Her father's rich. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I've never fine. had a student loan day in my gotcha. life. Yeah. It ain't... With me, it has never been about money. I just want to do something that I love. Well, yeah. we'll be watching uh, part two of the reunion next week. So. I'm depressed now. Okay, cool. Uh, we better not be disappointed <laughs> in you, JoJo. Why are you depressed? I just want you to do more for yourself. <laughs> I just don't understand what type of I feel of like you're, you're not a fan of love and hip hop, huh? I mean, I don't dislike it. But we if, have if, friends if, on there, by yeah, the but way. if you have a law degree from Stanford, why are you choosing to be on Love and Hip Hop? Like, that really feels like I'm in, like, a bizarro episode mm -hmm. of and Black And that's, that's how my dad feels, too. He's I like, see. yo, you have so much going on for yourself. You know, like, why do you pick that? And I looked in the mirror the other day, and I was like, what am I doing? You're not a bozo. I thought I wanted that. What, to be a bozo? No, I thought... <laughs> shut up, Charlotte. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I wanted to do fashion, right. and then the store, and, and then Love and Hip Hop came, and I, I still love it, but it's like, now I'm like, okay, I'm getting older. Is this really where it's at? You just All have right. to figure it out. Yeah, and make some I gotta real figure decisions out. and strategize. Good problems to have, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm blessed. Like, yeah. I can't complain about nothing, so... All right, everybody, at JoJo, what's your Twitter? <laughs> Jojo Zoror for everything. And what's Jojo Zoror? Yes. Zoror. Oh, you said it right. Z-A-R-U-R. Everybody add yeah. her on Instagram and Twitter and say, take your dumb ass back to law now. <laughs> no. Don't be a bozo. <laughs> Everybody just put a stack of books emoji. Put a stack of books. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
Please. Everybody just go put a bunch of books under uh, JoJo's Twitter and Instagram right now. Good to meet you, JoJo. Nice to meet you. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Hey everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We are. I just want to shout out to everybody again. Uh, I, I've been telling you guys all week I'm on a college tour. I'm taking my daughter to all the colleges that she's been thinking about from. We started off in New York. We did the NYU thing. Then we did Georgetown University, and we did Howard. Uh, yesterday we did Old Dominion and Hampton University. Where else are and you today, going? Today we're doing Spelman, Clark, and Emory. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to make it to Georgia Tech. And then we're doing U- University of Miami. And then we're doing UCLA. You sound uh, sick. School. I am sick. You got me sick. <laughs> I told you my homie uh, My homie said his dad works at Emory. And he said, uh, hit him up so he can show you around. And he said that you can't bribe his dad, but you can bribe his dad through him. <laughs> so basically. How I'm not much? bribing anybody. My, my daughter's grades are How good How come money. you aren't going to see Wesleyan? She didn't mention Wesley. Tell Envy my pops is one of the deans at Emory Medical School. He can meet with him when they come down here if they want. He can't bribe him, but he can bribe me on his behalf. Boom. I'm not bribing anybody. My daughter's grades are good money. We ain't got to bribe nobody. What if she's not I'm good at ex- taking tests? She's. I don't. I, well, I think she is good at good taking tests. But listen, where what's um what does she want to do? Like, what's she going to school for? You know, that's that's the, the thing. She really doesn't know. She mm-hmm. sees me do the real estate thing, and she enjoys coming with me to do real estate. But they don't really have a real estate major. They have business majors with, you know, marketing and financing and management. But she loves the real estate. So she really I, doesn't know. So I, saw, I told her to be I, an attorney. I saw her on her YouTube channel saying she's going for the parties and the boys. I don't know how true that is. I just, <laughs> she doesn't have a YouTube channel. That's first of all. But um, she doesn't know what she wants to do. So I'm going to let her just, you know, wherever she wants to do. I want her to go to college maybe the first year and just really figure it out. She's going to take uh, pre-college, which is, uh, you know, she can go to the summer beforehand and take some classes. I just want her to figure I want her to enjoy herself. Just don't get wrapped up where she just doesn't have fun and just doesn't experience college life. How much you willing to spend, bro? Lori Laughlin out here with a half a million Lachlan. on it. What, what you got on the ticket, B? Well, you gotta get, you gotta make sure in order for her to be like popular, you gotta do things like get her a keg and pay for things like that so she can have parties. A keg? Yeah. No, she's not doing no parties. And then you gotta get her one no of those parties. big things so she can make the grain alcohol punch. Aunt Becky, no. Aunt Becky dropped a half a ticket. How much you dropping? I'm not dropping nothing. Right. How about that? I'm not okay. dropping nothing. And shout to all the students because I've been, <laughs> you know, I've been really We've been really doing it, going to classes. We've been uh, eating at the cafeteria. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of the students about everything that's going on from, you know, a lot of have a lot of questions about communications and radio. And so I've been really just chilling with the students and just enjoying it, man. It's a lot of fun. I want to go back. I ain't going to lie. Okay. Well, you should. You see, Nick Cannon right. went back to school. You see, Swiss Beats went to school. I'm thinking about it. I go back and get my master's or something yeah, good. in business. I'll get it. All right, well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Uh, yes, let's talk about somebody that people are now trying to cancel on social media. Oh, God. Who are they trying to cancel? Another now? day, All another right. cancellation that won't work. There you go. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Wendy made it a confession on her show, and she was very emotional as she talked about being in a sober house. You know, Kevin, Kevin, and I have the Hunter Foundation for the Good of the People, and we recently launched our 888-5-HUNTER number for those of you caught up in the struggle of addiction. Well, for some time now, and even today and beyond, I have been living in... A sober house. 
All right. Well, she's been going to addiction meetings. She said where people don't know I'm Wendy, they don't care that I'm Wendy and doing all of these things. Here's what she says happens after the show. After I go to the Pilates, I go to several meetings all around town and I see my brothers and sisters caught up in their addiction. Only Kevin and Kevin have known about this because I look so glamorous out here. But after I finish my um, appointments, I am driven by my 24-hour sober coach back to a home that I live in in the tri-state with um, a bunch of smelly boys who've become my family. All right. Now, according to the Daily Mail, because uh, they did a whole exclusive article about everything that's happened happening with her, uh, they're saying that She's been sleeping at a recovery residence and that there's a sober coach with her at all times. They even go to the bathroom with her. They said her free fall actually started uh, last December when she hired a private eye to spy on her husband and found out that he was still seeing his mistress, Sharina Hudson. This is all according to the Daily Mail. And she's been checked into a detox and rehab facility where she continued to drink and take pills even while she was at that facility, according to a source. Oh, yeah. Wendy Williams needs rehab from her husband, Kevin Hunter, okay? This is yet another lie, another half-truth, whatever you want to call it, that is deflecting from the actual issue, which is the alleged abuse and infidelity from her husband. Like, it's a difference between being real and, yep. and being exposed. Wendy only I think came, it's whack. Wendy only came out with that yesterday because the Daily Mail article came out yesterday saying she was in rehab for pills and alcohol because of her husband, Kevin Hunter, is alleged physical abuse and infidelity. Well, she's yeah, going but that's through, whack, though. She's going that's through whack. a lot right now. Why do you though? think it's whack, Envy? It, it, it's whack. No, it's whack because you, you're you on air. Well, you were on air. Now you're on TV every day talking about other people and other people's lives, and you're, you know, you're giving your opinion on their lives, and you don't do it about yourself. And I really think that's whack because you can't talk ish about everybody, and then when ish comes to your house or your front door. You forget about it or you just sweep it under the rug. We all go through problems. We all go through situations. And here at The Breakfast Club, no matter what we go through, we discuss it because we talk about everybody's life. You well, know about my like life. You know a, about Yee's life. You know about like Charlamagne's life. She having a lot of addiction problems and abuse Well, talk issues. about it. Be exactly. honest. What's the root Be of honest. it, though? The root of it is the alleged abuse and infidelity by her bum-ass husband, Kevin Hunter. Okay, so here's my advice for Wendy Williams. She needs to go to rehab for her husband, Kevin Hunter, because whenever there's a story about him cheating or physically abusing her, she says nothing is wrong, everything is fine. She deflects to something else. And since she's getting ahead of things, she needs to get ahead of this alleged abuse by her husband because that truth, because that truth will be revealed and the truth about Serena Hudson aka Nikki will be revealed too but good luck I sounds wish like she best. might have Stockholm syndrome or something oh definitely like, that's, what it, that's what it's sounding like but well, she should be open because I'm sure there's a lot of women and there's I'm a sure lot of people dealing like with to. the same thing yeah and, and there are a lot of women and everybody says oh why don't they just leave why don't they just tell somebody and a lot of times when you're in that situation it's not that easy she needs to be open because there's a lot more stories that I'm sure are going to be down the pipeline you think the Daily what Mail do you story know? you think the Daily Mail story was the only story well, what do you know? According to the I'm Daily Mail. Was this new to anybody in this room? Remember Envy Dumbass almost <laughs> said this a, a couple weeks ago? Right? Like, we knew she was in rehab. Like, come on. Well, yeah, people are talking. Um, now, according to the Daily Mail, they Why also said that uh, Wendy <laughs> actually got her shoulder fractured during a confrontation with her, quote, cheating husband, Kevin Hunter. So, who, who said that? The Daily Mail. Oh, the Daily Mail story that came out at 1045, and then she jumped on her show at around 1048, 1049 to try to get ahead of it because they reached out to her for comment. 
right? All that right. story? Yeah, once again, See, deflecting. See, I didn't get to, to my cancellation story, so we'll have to do that in the, the next hour. But I'm Angela Yee, and that's I'm your just rumor report. i we got to stop Yee. deflecting from the actual issue, which is the alleged abuse and infidelity of her husband, because that is the root of the problem. Right. Well, I hope that she manages to deal with this and go through her therapy and come to terms with what's happening in her life and My get help goodness. and she get needs, better and she recover. Needs, she needs, she needs help and she needs honesty. She just, just need help and just be honest. She needs rehab from her husband, Kevin Hunter. Now, now let me ask you a question. Kevin Hunter is a no, terrible human being. We got to wrap up, guys. We got to get ready for Donkey of the Day. Charlamagne, who are you giving that Kevin donkey Hunter to? Kevin is a terrible human being. Is that who? <laughs> 100% Stop, Charlamagne. All right. We get it. All right. Okay. Good. Who are you giving your donkey to now? Well, uh, we need Adrian Broner and Andre Caldwell come, <laughs> to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them. Mm, They're going like, to they like that donkey. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Wednesday, March 19th, goes to Adrian Broner and Andrew Cardwell. Now, Adrian Broner is a former four-time world champion in four weight classes in boxing. Either you love him or you hate him, but you have to admit he's entertaining. Uh, on Andrew, Andrew Caldwell is a man who went viral because he used to love penis in a past life, uh, but not anymore. Remember this? I am delivered! He is delivered! Well, yesterday, Adrian Broner made the mistake that so many people on social media make, and he went back and forth with a Negro. All right, uh, my man Lil Duval gave y'all a word and his now classic record, Smile B. When you are truly living your best life, you don't got time to be going back and forth with people. And that's why this situation is such a teachable moment. Now, I don't know what happened in this situation and I want also to say I don't believe anything I'm hearing in this situation. I'm just using this as a teachable moment to remind our listeners this is why you don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who. I really don't know who the fool is in this situation. Uh, I'm just following this from what I saw on some of my favorite social media Instagram pages this morning. Uh, first, Hollywood Unlocked. Drop on the clues bombs from my man Jason Lee in Hollywood Unlocked. Uh, Jason, what's happening? Um, now, they, Hollywood Unlocked posted a message from Adrian Broner and it said, Hey, at Andrew C. Caldwell, if you don't get out my inbox before I punch the testosterone out your gay ass, and then he put the caption, these N-words bold as F, I guess I don't do enough gangsta sh no more. Shaking my head for respect. You got to shoot an N-word, get an N-word, shot every week. F out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Adrian, take it from me. Uh, a man who gets gay guys hitting on him a lot. Uh, I, I work with a potentially gay man who flirts with me constantly. Uh, oh, shut up! Just hush. A hit, a hit gay man will holler. All right. Uh, just, just take it as a compliment. All right. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, if, if when a gay man hollers, you just take it as a compliment. You know what I mean? Treat it, treat it like you would treat a woman you're not interested in. It's not that deep. When a woman you're not interested in tries to hit on you, you don't threaten to shoot her. So don't threaten to shoot him. Well, Andrew C. Caldwell posted a message. Can I, can I hear this audio? 
God deliver me from homosexual. So, you know, I can pick up that spirit. I have an antenna and I see you and you do go that way. And you use these young girls as a cover up. No, you better watch yourself because I'll pull these receipts. And you need to tell your fans you are that way. We see you. We see each other. I see you. And you do go that way. And my job is not to blast nobody or none of that. But don't come here and tell me I was trying to sleep with you. No, you're trying to sleep with me. See, I saw this on hmm. Shade Room. Salute to Angie at the Shade Room. Dropping a clues bond for the Shade Room. Not, not only did Andrew say that, he posted a pic showing that Adrian Broner blocked him, and then he said, I will pull the receipts, man. Text messages in the inbox. Don't make me call my lawyer. Stop lying to your fans. You're losing potential endorsements because of your mouth. Hashtag homegirl. Uh, listen to your Uncle Charlotte. When, when I tell you whenever a person online says they have receipts, they don't got no damn receipts because receipts get shown, not spoken about. If people have receipts, they post them. They don't give no warnings, all right? Now, I would have stopped right there if I was Adrian Broner. Uh, I wouldn't have played with this young man. Uh, at that point, I would have just left Andrew Caldwell alone. But no! Adrian Broner decided to go back and forth. Now I want the record to show we live in an era where a lot of things get misconstrued as homophobic, uh, old tweets, you know, old statements. A lot of things in this era people call homophobic but aren't actually homophobic. This rant I'm about to play by Adrian Broner is not one of those things. All right, this is textbook homophobia, courtesy of Baller Alert. Salute to Robin and the good people at Baller Alert. Drop on the clues bombs for Robin. Now let's hear it. Hey, look, this is a PSA, because I don't know what type funny boy on, but look, if any punk-ass come run up on me, trying to touch me on, on, on all that gay I'm letting you know right now, if I ain't got my gun on me, I'm knocking you the out. If mm. I got my gun on me, I'm shooting your face. Yes, that is a textbook homophobia. Now, see, Adrian, you're going to let Andrew Caldwell trick you off them streets like this. Now, I'm sure AB's main source of income is boxing, so he doesn't care about endorsements and stuff like that, but you will never get them spewing that kind of homophobia. I remember when Manny Pacquiao made homophobic statements mm. and Nike dropped him. All right, AB, you haven't been winning any, winning any fights, and now you're spewing this homophobic nonsense. You mess around the sport of boxing or black ball, you all together, okay? I'm just saying you never know, but why allow a back-and-forth on IG to ruin your brand, ruin your career. Now, uh, Andrew Caldwell clearly loves the attention, and you can't ever go to war with someone online who gives less Fs than you, okay? Plus, online, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And boy, did Andrew come with an entertaining lie via the shade room once again. Let's listen. So he find DMs. All I said was, good job, man. Keep up the good work. Two, he's like, hey, what's up? You that guy, Mr. Deliver. I responded back, yes, I am that guy. You was in my inbox. As I say again, he want me to eat his booty out. And mm. I said, no. <laughs> Next, okay. you know, I'm blocked. Mm. So as I say again, I'm not eating no more booty. Mm. I'm, I, you don't have to bend over <laughs> nowhere and wash your booty with Dove soap because I'm not going to eat your booty no more. Mm. Why did you say mm when he said eat what your booty? Call, what does it call when you used to eat booty, but now you don't eat booty? Like, what kind of veganism is that? Is that, like, is that mm. vegan? Analism? Vegan? Analism. <laughs> Analism. <laughs> <laughs> I got an anal-free diet. Listen, 
Andrew told Adrian, threaten me with guns, I'll threaten to eat your buns. All right? The heat of your gun has nothing on the heat of my tongue. Look, I don't believe any of this, and I can even understand Adrian's frustration because he doesn't want to be lied on. But, A.B., nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. How many times do I have to tell you? Not to mention they say arguing with an idiot makes two of them, so sometimes you just got to leave people alone. I don't know who the idiot is in this situation because this is a prime example of not arguing with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who I am from a distance watching on social media. And all I see in this situation is arguing with a fool only proves that there are two and both of y'all look quite foolish this morning. Please give the good brothers Adrian Broner and Andrew Caldwell the biggest he us. Now question, can a man uh, live off a diet of just anus? Um, it depends on what the person was eating who you're eating. That's how I, I, I was thinking, right? Could you get your proper sources of protein? Yeah. You could definitely get corn. Through the anus. <laughs> Mm-mm. Whole pieces. Whole kernel. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are disgusting. You guys are disgusting. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that dog here today. Yes. <laughs> who's, who, who's the gay person you work with? Huh? What Never happened? mind. All right. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee right now. Again, the number is 800-585-1051. Call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. It's time for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Sierra from Ohio. Hey, Sierra, what's your question for you? I was just trying to figure out, you know, how to keep my man happy. It's like he asked me to make dinner, you know, put on a sexy outfit multiple times out the week, and he just never comes home. And I just don't understand why he keeps me treating him home. Sierra, if he's not coming home, where is he going? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm up here now trying to figure out where he's dropping his kids off to school so I can figure out where he's going after this, because I don't know. Okay, what do you think? Mm-mm. You know what I think. You know what I think. Tell me what you think. Say it. I'm thinking he's got a home away from home. Okay. Black now, why cheat. are you afraid to say something to him about it? I mean, I do say something, and then it just ends up that I'll be home for dinner, cook us something nice. So it's like when I do mention it, he just he switches it around. What do you say? And why do you feel like you have to please him, but he doesn't feel like he has to please you? I don't know. That's why I called you, girl. <laughs> Yeah, listen, Sierra, people's actions can show you a lot. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we are not honest with ourselves about what is really happening. Let's just say, best case scenario, he's asking you to do something, saying he's coming home and he's not coming home. Who knows what he's doing? But the best case scenario is that it's still disrespectful. He's still not even living up to what he said he's going to do. He's not telling you where he's going. You have no idea what he's doing. No. Worst case scenario, he has a home away from home. But either scenario is not good. It's like the best of the worst. So what are you going to do? Because he's shown you what he's going to do. Now, what are you going to do differently? Move on. First, I'm going to first start by pulling away from his kid's school. Listen, next time he tells you to make dinner and you put on that sexy outfit, don't even do that. He doesn't even come home for dinner. And you need to talk to him about this and tell him, look, you keep on saying you're going to do these things. You're not doing them. I know what's going on. I'm not stupid and I'm not going to be stupid. So I'm not here for that. This is I know messed that's up, right. man. Thanks, girl. First of all, black men don't cheat. Have you checked the local churches when he's not home? I guarantee you he's just in there praying for y'all. <laughs> oh, he might be at the gym. Word is bond. You, you check the gym, you check the church. Like, what's wrong with you? You you ain't lying. Word is bond. I felt that. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know what it is, <laughs> and you know what you have to do. And sometimes, do you know sometimes we try to. Some, he's not coming home. He's at church. Okay. He's well at the then, gym. Well, then don't call me and tell me to make dinner and wear something nice, something sexy, and you just don't right. show up. Thank you, Charlamagne. He ain't at no church. And you, yes, we know he's not at church unless the girl he's cheating with is at church also. What, what about the gym? And they're there together. He ain't at the gym. He's fat. <laughs> wow, you letting a fat man cheat on you, ma? He ain't black. All right. But, you know, I, listen, relationships are built on being reciprocal, and he should treat you the way that you treat him. You go out of your way for him. You do what you want to do to try to make him happy, and he's not doing that for you. Is so she fat? it sounds like it's uneven. Is she fat? Ask if she fat. No. Fat is not a political All right, word. so... Anyway, girl, get your life. Are you fat, though? Thank you, Yee. Have a blessed day. You, Love too. Y'all. She won't answer if she's fat. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate to see fat men cheating on no, their women. Fat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't like seeing fat men cheat on their women. I'm going to be honest with you. That's disrespectful. You can't be fat and cheat I'm on your woman. it up on <laughs> You got to tell him. She can bring, go. Yeah. Bring, Bye, Sierra. She got to break luck. his heart and break his ego and break his pride. You are too fat to be cheating on me. How dare you? And it's funny. He said all he wants her to do is just cook for him. That's all, she, that's I, all he wanted. Just cook for him. And then he doesn't come home. So yeah. it doesn't even really matter. All right, well, Sierra, thank you so much for calling again. The number is 800-585-1051. Call us up for Ask I'll help you out with anything you need some help with. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. What's your question for Yee? So I have two really good friends. We've been friends since high school, and we're all like 32 or 33 now. Okay. And... I kind of feel like life has taken us kind of in the same direction, but I'm starting to pull away from them only because when we try to plan these girlfriend trips and vacations and just things around the city, they seem to have a problem with my choice of getting there. Like, we're supposed to be going somewhere in July. And I'm like, I'm not driving 10 hours. I'm flying. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, we can drive. And, like, why do you got to fly? It just seems to be a problem with, like, the elevation of our lives now mm-hmm. and I'm feeling like I'm being a bad friend because I'm like I'm not budget on that I'm not driving 10 hours I'm, I'm flying girl I'm with you let me tell you something my whole family has to go to my cousin's wedding and they are driving 11 hours and I'm flying so I will meet you there. And that's part, And they're, they're going to drive with each other. They have a choice, too, right? They could drive or they could fly they chose to drive you are choosing to fly and there's nothing wrong with that I'll meet you when we get there I can't do right. it and I mean, I guess it's also with life stuff, too, because I'm not talking to them as much because, like, we're just not on our mental thought processes are different now. Like, I'm a single mom of two kids. And when I say single, I am single. No financial help from dad or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And they each have, like, one child. They still live with their mom, which I'm not knocking them for that. I wish I could move back in with my mom. But it's like they just... Uh, Listen, I, I'm going to say this about friends that you grew up with, friends from high school. It's okay if you don't talk to them all the time, and it's okay if your relationships change and evolve. Don't beat yourself up about it. What you need to do is when y'all do have a girl's trip, just go and have a good time. But you don't have to talk to them all the time, and people should be understanding. A lot of my friends who I came up with, you know, we don't talk to each other all the time because guess what? People do end up having different things going on in life. They're extremely busy, I'm busy, and real friends understand that. And real friends know when we come together, it's like we never was even apart. So instead of you having to compare like, okay, well, I don't want them to feel like this about me or that, just be yourself. If those are really your friends and they love you, they'll still treat you the same. And we don't got to talk all the time. But when you do, you know, make some time to catch up when you can, when it's not an inconvenience. But relationships change. We change as people. That is so true. You are so awesome. Okay, good. And y'all have a good time. I got a girl's trip coming up, too, in August. Where are you going? So we're going to Charlotte. 
Okay, that's going to be fun. Yes, so enjoy your trip, and we will definitely enjoy ours. All right, good. There you go. All right. Thank you. Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Ye. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, I didn't even get a chance to get to this in the last hour, but let's talk about somebody who people are now trying to cancel. We'll tell you why. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk us. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, it looks like the movie Us is on track to be an even bigger movie than Get Out was during its opening week. So far, they said it's tracking to actually outperform A Quiet Place, which uh, last year brought in about $50.2 million opening week. So that's a great deal situation for them. And... Yes, sure. No, I just want to say salute to everybody who came out to my advanced screening of the movie Us last night. Uh, we had family movie night. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie Us. Uh, I was highly entertained, and I don't even like horror films. I don't pay people to scare me, but I like the way Jordan Peele does horror. Yes. And I don't want to give too much away, but I will tell you, don't go to this movie thinking this, you're going to see another Get Out. Because if, if Get Out was Jordan Peele's Good Kid, Mad City, then this is Jordan's To Pimp a Butterfly. Totally different movie. Well, was Get Out a horror movie? It wasn't. Yeah. No. Us so is a horror, really a horror movie. movie. Get Out wasn't a Psych- horror movie. Psychological thriller, right? Yeah, but not a horror. Get I w- Out. I would look at this as a psychological thriller. Yes, it, but it's, they're classifying it as a horror. Mm. They're calling it a horror movie. And they did some great um, advance, like all the promo stuff they've been doing and sending out and everything. So. And the last thing I will say, because I don't want to give anything away until everybody sees it this weekend, then we can talk about it next week. Uh, but if, if Get Out was about racism, Us is about classism. And I think Us also is U.S. as in United States. I have a whole bunch of theories on this movie that I would love to discuss. All right, now let's talk about Daniel Caesar. People are upset about him. Now, he was on his live uh, chat on Instagram, and he referenced something that happened when Dave Chappelle and Daniel Caesar were together. Here's what he was discussing. Well, well, here's the situation. You heard him sing a little bit. Yeah, very gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm just kidding. Daniel Caesar's a musician from Toronto that I just met tonight. He's amazing. And he's a musical guest tonight. What the f is that? What I said? Yeah. Yeah. Did I offend you? Yeah. He's literally. No, 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 Hold on, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drunk. Are both, I'm drunk are both parties drunk? No, we're all drunk. All right, so originally that was the first um, situation where Daniel Caesar was performing. Dave Chappelle was at this event with John Mayer, and that happened, and Daniel Caesar, I guess, felt like he was being too sensitive. Well, now he was on his Instagram Live, and he was discussing black people being mean to white people. Why are you being so mean to white people right now? Why is it that we're allowed to be disrespectful and rude to everybody else, and when anybody returns any type of energy to us, that's not that's not equality. I don't want to be treated like I can't take a joke. Mm. I just went through that <laughs> Chappelle shit and I had to like acknowledge that I was being <laughs> sensitive. White people haven't mean to us in the past. What are you gonna do about that? Tell me what you're gonna do about that. There's no there's no answer other than gaining understanding and keeping it moving. Gay! What is he talking about? <laughs> what is he talking about? So he definitely was drunk while he was on his Instagram. And he was really talking oh, about a situation man. that happened with Yes Jules, but there's a lot of backstory on that. But she's a white woman that people are, are canceling because of some problematic things that she said about black people, black black women. What did racism have to do with Deja Pelle said? I missed it. My, I He's know. saying that people have to learn how to take a joke and not be so sensitive like they told him to learn how to take a joke and not be so sensitive when they made that gay. Oh, he's gay. And Dave Chappelle was joking around about him. But yes, Jules wasn't joking. I'm so confused about this. 
Yeah, so, what's going on? He's just talking about being sensitive about things. Oh, I'm just telling listen. you what he... I'm trying to explain it now. He did say he was drunk. Here's what else he had to say about being canceled. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm yeah, drunk so. as right now, okay? You can be offended. That's fine. Tell them they're, they're a piece of but it's like to not allow people to say what they want doesn't help you. Mm. You have to look, yo, are we winning right now as a culture or, or like are we on top of a society? Mm. We're, we're not. And you can't, you can't win the game by choosing to not accept the winning team strategy. You have to acknowledge your strategy and then build a strategy on top of that. I am, look, I am black as f Being a victim doesn't get you paid. And you can cancel me. Make me broke. So I'm confused. David Chappelle, no, David, the Dave Chappelle show. Dave Caesar got canceled because Dan, Daniel Chappelle. Hold on now. What's the guy's name? Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar Daniel. got canceled because Dave Chappelle called him gay and Daniel Caesar no. was sensitive about it. What happened? No. He's they're upset about what he's saying about white people and black people. So now they're calling him gay for what he said about white people and black people. Yo, you know what? Don't don't explain no more. You just continue. Yeah, I'm on. Not, he's okay. Travis Scott. In the meantime, congratulations <laughs> to him. He had a record-breaking performance. He made 1.7 million dollars in one night. That was his gross, which is that really was for great. merch and everything, right? Merch yeah, is, that's merch how much he grossed from that that's one dope. show at the Forum in LA. And he's also going to be doing an apparel collection with Jordan Brand. So he's having definitely an amazing year. Uh, Travis Scott, so uh, pretty dope. I also would like to say that you definitely cannot be sensitive when you're talking to people like Dave Chappelle. I was in a party uh, with Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle got on the microphone and said, shout out to Charlemagne the God in the party. Uh, we don't know if when he was born he was a man or a woman. What? It's funny. You laugh, okay? All right, and YBN on Mighty J, he got his chain back. Well, Jay Prince got his chain back. He, he got his chain back. Yes, mm -hmm. he posted Real Recognizes Real in Every Hood and has a way of connecting in spite of clowns and squares. The homies from the Bronx, and he added them, Hocus 45th, French Montana, uh, KT. He said, kept it real with me and my son, Jay Prince Jr., though it was never about the chain. It was about the name that was built off of blood, sweat, and tears. I welcome these brothers to our mob ties movement and look forward to us doing business in the future together. He said to YBN Almighty J, I'll be returning your jewelry soon, little homie. Well, years ago, I said Jay Prince was a human metal detector. He will get your chain back. He will find your... Uh merchandise in these streets, okay? Mm -hmm. Also, I would like to say I was in a party with Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle got on the mic and said, shout out to Usher. In here, just acting like everything's normal. Okay? <laughs> you, just gotta, you just gotta laugh, man. It's Dave Chappelle. All right, and yeah, you heard that right. Hey, fam! Oh, I just tried Coca-Cola's oh, new flavor, orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Yeah, you heard that right, and they're incredible. Try orange vanilla Coke and orange vanilla Coke Zero Sugar for yourself at your closest retailer today. Thanks for you got to give us like a, a, a little, just tell us when you're about to do it. I just say, be like, hey fam is definitely uh, the tip off. I was, oh, party with, hey fam? I was in a party with Dave Chappelle once and he said, oh, hey fam, goodness. Coke is, he said exactly what Angelique said about Coke. Orange and, he said, and he said it's great for gays. That's what he said. Well, Coke will enjoy this. Yes. Because everyone loves Coke. You know Coke. what? Hey fam, thank you, Revolt. We'll see you hey guys fam. tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, salute to everybody who came out to my um, screening of the movie Us last night. You know, I be doing these advanced screenings of these movies. I love having a, a family movie night. And, and hey, fam. As somebody who doesn't really care for horror movies because I don't pay people to scare me, um, I thoroughly enjoy So now you like horror the movie movies. Us. I like the way Jordan Peele does psychological thrillers. Like, I like... Call it a horror. It is what it is. It's a horror movie. Yeah, it's horror. You like horror movies. You know, and, and, I, and I, like, I, like, I like horror that could actually be rooted in something that could actually really happen. Well, a lot of horror movies are based on real stories because there's nothing more horrific than reality sometimes. 
Well, no. I think the ones we grew up the on. The Exorcist was a true story. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a true story. The Conjuring was a true story. Yeah. A lot of them are true stories. Definitely not Nightmare on Elm Street, though. No, that oh, was Chucky. Real. Definitely not Chucky. Not Definitely Chucky. not Friday the 13th. No. Definitely not Michael Myers. There was a very good uh, ode to Friday the 13th in us. I wonder if people are going to catch it. Well, I'm gonna check it out this week. Is it open? Let's movie, just let us see. It. Yeah, uh, let's, I was let us highly see it. entertained. If Get Out is about racism, Us is about classism, and I cannot wait to really have an in-depth discussion about this movie because there's a lot of little things in there that, a lot of little symbolism that really made a lot of sense. Yeah, you have to uh, really think hard while you watch the movie. Also, sometimes I yes. watch horror movies and it's just gore, but this one was definitely a thinker. Very convoluted. Okay. All right. Well, we'll I'll watch it this weekend, and then we will all watch it this weekend, and we'll talk about it next week. All right. Mm-hmm. When we come back, positive note. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to shout to all the colleges and universities that we stopped through. Of course, I went to Georgetown, Howard, Hampton, Old Dominion. Today, I'm in Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to be checking out Spelman, uh, what else, uh, Georgia Tech, Emory, and I think Clark. You know, it's dope because so many of people that listen, students, and people that go to these classes or, or go to these schools have been hitting me on a DM telling me about the schools and what school I should check out, what school is dope, what school is, is that they hate it. So we appreciate you guys. Like I said, my daughter's into real estate. She loves real estate. There's not too many real estate majors. It's more like business. So we're just checking out all that stuff. She wants to be an entrepreneur. So we're just going to be checking out colleges. So today is Atlanta. Tomorrow's Miami. True, well, and true. I want to shout out to my team from Drink Fresh Juice drinkfreshjuice.com. That's my new press juices that are launching. We actually had our final tasting yesterday of all the different flavors. It's been a long process, but everything should be ready to ship out, I guess, um, next week. Finally. It's been almost, I feel like, almost a year since we started the whole process of getting everything approved and getting the bottling done, and there were all kinds of little things we didn't anticipate that wasn't going to happen according to schedule, but now it looks like we are in the final lap and hopefully people will go and pre-order those because they are about to ship out soon. We do have discounts available right now, so you guys will be the first ones to taste it on drinkfreshjuice.com. It's been a lot of money that I invested into this, so hopefully uh, you guys will love it. It's all natural. It's all fruits and vegetables, nothing else added to it, not even water, so it's not watered down, so hopefully you guys love it. All right. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, sir. The positive note is simply this, man. It's not about perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how change occurs. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?